1: A thousand bucks. That's what the insurance person I was on the phone with said yesterday that my copay was going to be a thousand dollars for a drug that Marley needs while she's studying abroad. We Mm -hmm. had to order a bunch of them in advance so we can get them to her because, you know, they're usually once a month. A thousand dollars. So Marley calls from Madrid. She goes, Mom, you got to call the insurance company. I, I can't authorize this without your approval. Right. I can't say spend $1,000. So I I did. I called. Uh, we use like CVS Caremark. Mm-hmm. I called. At, remember, I'm a person who's had some pretty expensive drugs in the past and yeah. thankfully the insurance has covered much of it. Yep. You know, Of course, not all of it. You do pay a copay. And um, they give me the one around. Yeah, you have to get approval. You have to do this. I said, ma'am. We've already done all of this. I'm just calling to check on the price of the copay. So after about 20, 30 minutes on the phone, doing the runaround, getting a supervisor, woman says to me, yes, uh, she's right. The copay is going to be $1,000.
2: What's the cost of the drug? I said,
1: "Okay, am I paying retail for this drug? (laughs) I said, what is the retail cost? She goes, "Okay, So if we take away insurance, she goes, the cost of the drug is $30,000. Oh, my God. It's for eight doses of a freaking asthma drug. I'm like okay,
2: eight eight doses.
1: Doses she takes it twice a month, eight doses.
2: So that's four months worth. Correct. Thirty thousand dollars. Correct.
1: Because she packed some in her suitcase to go, but they don't have it in Spain. So oh, that's that was to, my first no, reaction. They, they like, don't have it in Spain.
2: Don't they have drugs where like they you can get not, any kind of drug there? It's
1: like nucala, it's like an injectable drug that's pr- fairly new for asthma. Newmar has got a bunch of sinus issues. Trust me, that's a, another ten hour show. So um, I said to her. This surprises me because, and she was a nice woman. And I said, "Forgive me for being frustrated, but that's a lot of money, and I don't remember us paying that much in the past." And I said, "You know, sometimes these organizations offer—excuse me—the pharmaceutical companies will offer like a rebate or a discount. Or you a know, generic drug. Well, they don't have that yet because it's, so it's a new, new drug. Mm-hmm. You know, I said I'm not indigent, but I would. Can you check?" Can you see if if there's right. a, a rebate or something the manufacturer can offer yeah. us? Yes. And she goes, okay. She goes, oh, I see you have here this, you know, specialty pharmacy coverage. Blah blah blah. She goes, a couple of little, couple Thanks. of little uh, ticks on her keyboard. Now remember, this is a supervisor. She goes, oh, well, what if I told you that your copay just went to zero? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, 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 you're, you're laughing. I was literally stunned. I and she said, was like,
2: oh, I'm doing you a big favor. It's like, wait a minute. What if
1: – I have chills now telling That's you That's what this I'm saying. Because I, I'm literally on the phone with her dad. My ex-husband. Like, hey, heads up. <laughs> We're going to get a nice bill because of Marley's meds. Just a heads up before it hits the credit card so you don't freak out when you see it. You know, we communicate about the kids' finances, of course. And um, the – she goes zero. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. When I caught my breath, I said, are you kidding I said thirty seconds ago was a thousand dollars, and now you're saying it's zero from the the little tapping into the computer. I and I wasn't disrespectful because I wanted the deal. Yeah. She goes, yeah. She goes, yeah. Apparently, your insurance hadn't been applied properly, and I've applied the insurance from the specialty pharmacy that you pay for, so it's zero. Yep. I go, it's approved. Please send it to me. And I said, and then I. Uh, then of course it occurred to me what just happened. I said, "So what about I, I had my credit card out to to make the copay because uh, of course I was going to approve it. The kids need kid needs the drugs." I go, "So what about people that don't ask?" She goes, "I know, I know. There was a uh, she felt a little sheepish about it because obviously that insurance should have been applied automatically yeah. in my case, but we were doing an override to get Marley, you know, multiple prescriptions so she could travel with it. Which of course came in too late because she's already there, but I will get it to her and." I thought to myself, everybody who didn't ask is getting screwed. Yeah. So of course I called Marley and her dad victorious that this was happening and we don't have to pay the $1,000. And they're like, good job. I go, no, no, don't good job me. This was a failing yes. on the insurance company system that – I had – thank God I have the time, the privilege, the knowledge of the language, the wherewithal to call to, and say, hey, what's going on here? Yeah. And can you – and ask for what I thought was a discount yet was rightfully mine because I paid for that insurance. And I was first grateful and then mad because everybody who doesn't call and who doesn't say, can you yeah. investigate this? Who wants is to getting do getting bent over of course because
2: like they make it so painful most people i don't want to go i got a great example of that too i had surgery on my neck in uh, 2021 20, maybe i had a cyst removed from my neck
1: can you tell us more was it like a pus filled cyst was it
2: a, I, well he it was burst when he took <laughs> and, it out
1: all right that's oh gross boy. i was kidding and my we, god people are eating breakfast <laughs> stop it
3: you're the one that did a whole segment on your sciatica, sciatica relief the other day. And by oh the way,
2: I I thought it was just you know oh go in and get the cyst removed. Well, it was yeah. very close to my carotid
1: artery. Yes, and they're but like oh, so, so
2: you got to be real delicate here. Anyway, well, okay. Surgery happened. Um, insurance apparently covered it. It was over a year later. I get a bill for like six hundred and some dollars for the surgery, and I said, boy, I thought this was all taken mm-hmm. care of. I didn't really you know I paid maybe a minimal co-pay at the time. Mm -hmm. But I'm a perfect example. I wrote the check and sent it in. And you know what? About six months later, they sent me a check for the full refund. Really? And I said, boy, I was an idiot. I just signed away Mm -hmm. a check. And it's like I I didn't question it at the time. I just assumed. So you're right. Because most people, Mm -hmm. I should say most people, it's it's the dollar amount, right? And $1,000, $600 is certainly a lot of money to... Mm -hmm you know, where you absolutely will want to question it, but mm-hmm. they beat you down to the, you don't want the hassle of it. And here, you know what though, to me, the whole thing here, the, the overarching problem that I have mm-hmm. with this story is how on earth can something possibly cost $30,000 and then suddenly somebody doesn't have to pay anything for it? Zero. Because that's mm-hmm. a, that's, pharmaceutical prices are ridiculous and and it's Mm -hmm. in cahoots with the insurance that it's like nobody says hey here's a thirty thousand dollar car we're going to give it to you zero because you're such a good customer
1: ridiculous
2: so that's insane
1: this story was such a cautionary tale and i said to marley we got to question everything and then of course i told mark the story and he goes they try to screw you every which way yeah and that's what i think was so upsetting also like come on, insurance, you have made so much money off of me. (laughs) A lot of money off of me.
2: And the pharmaceutical companies too, by the way.
1: Right. You know, it's at least, at least... You could try everything that you can do, and and look, this is just not for me. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sound elitist about that. For every single person that you work with, you guys are just the middlemen, the the employees. Try everything you can to have a good customer service to to, to execute the proper insurance, but they don't. Even the young woman that first got on the phone with me, she's like, "Well, you have to call the insurance and get it approved." I'm like, "Ma'am." We did that four months ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, like there's not the proper – and I understand people get frustrated with the insurance companies all the time. But this was such an egregious violation. We sign up. We Trust me. I send you payments on time yes. or else you would drop me. For I sure. I pay on time every month. and And here you are telling me I owe another $1,000 when I truly don't. I was so mad. And then I felt bad for everybody that isn't as, as annoying as me that – like you, Adam, you you signed the check. Mm-hmm. I, I had the credit card out. I mm-hmm. would have done it had I not asked that yeah. question. Can you find me another discount? So friends, get on the horn. Give yourself a half an hour or an hour and ask your insurance company. Can you find me another discount? Can you find me cheaper drugs? And I hope that – it, if anything, it will hold them accountable to be doing their jobs, to uh, be applying your actual insurance because this wasn't a discount; this was my actual insurance. Um, they will actually do their jobs. So I, I'm fired up even talking about it because it was just such an egregious violation of a client, you know, company relationship.
2: I don't know what to tell you.
1: I wanted to jump through the phone and kiss the woman. She goes, "Oh, no kiss is necessary." Right. And then I think to myself, "She's like, no, 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 ma'am, it's okay." And I said, "What's your name?" I'm going to call in and do a survey and and yes. and say that you did such an amazing job. I so appreciate you. And she's like, "Well, I'm a supervisor, so you know we don't get credit like that." She goes, "But uh, you don't have to." And I was feeling like, why is she feeling sheepish? If it was me, I'd be like, um, "Brad Lane at six two five, you know seven and a half." I yeah, would be right. giving people you know the address where to write a note. But I think it was because. Now, looking back, she felt cheapest that she, the insurance company – Embarrassed for it. Screwed up. Yeah. And was trying to get another 1000 bucks out of me and
2: – And think about all the phone calls that that person makes that are end in acrimony, that are just – Right. People are yelling at her.
1: Right. Right. Right.
2: Can't help people. So it was it's a
1: like- crazy story, but it was a cautionary tale, and that's why I wanted to tell it on the radio. I'm sure you guys have other issues like that. I felt like I won $1,000 yesterday – because I didn't have to, I mean, it's my money anyway, but I really felt that way. 6514619226. Uh, people are saying I have the same problem with my heart medication. It's the reason I can't retire. Very frustrating with insurance. This is expensive stuff. Uh, you know, $30,000 medication. I get it. Trust me, I had $10,000 per pill medication when I was trying to stay alive from cancer. And the, same thing, I was in the hospital. The company told me, I told the story to Paul. Ten thousand dollars, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. Paul even said because I was so upset. Paul goes, Joe, I'll pay it, I'll pay it. You need the meds. He was so nice. And then the insurance company called me back and was like, oh yeah, it's zero. Well,
2: that's it though. But I zero. like the, 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 the uh, again uh, prices for medication. <laughs> like my god. like who like a company makes this drug and it's thirty grand. Because they know you can't pay that. Anybody can't, everybody in their right mind can't pay that. Then the insurance not. company pays it. And it's just ridiculous.
1: It's such a broken system. Oh, my God. So I know you guys all have your stories about the brokenness of the system. But again, my message to you today is call and ask. Request a discount. See what you can do. 651 if you want to share your story. Next. I should have started the show by saying happy birthday to Adam Carter.
2: Thank you very much.
1: Do you want not to only sing?
2: My, uh, Do I want to sing? Do you want me to sing? Uh, no.
1: Yeah, that's the right answer no. to that
2: question. I'll give you $1,000 not to sing. Appreciate that. The right By the answer. way, it's also my work anniversary. I started oh. on my birthday here.
1: Stop it. Really? No. Yeah. How many moons ago was that? A at?
2: long time ago. 23 years. Really? 23 years. <gasps> that's yeah. amazing. I yeah. mean,
1: like you, most of your career has been spent here yeah. in these Pretty much my, walls. yes, That's right. That are sometimes leaking and sometimes dirty. Just
2: buckets catching the water. Yeah. It's, all, it's all good. Oh, but I'll gosh. get into that. Uh, okay. In well, happy
1: anniversary minutes. and happy birthday, Thank my you. friend. Kurt's in New Richmond because we're talking about insurance. Yesterday, I got a call that Marley's Meds were going to be a $1,000 copay after a half an hour on the phone. They said, oh, our bad. It's actually zero because it's covered by your insurance. And it is a cautionary tale, my friends ask say did you apply all of my insurance is there a discount what can i do because more often than not you're getting screwed Kurt's in new richmond wisconsin kurt do you have a similar story
4: i do but first i'd like to thank adam for the copies of pinecone bay he sent me a few years ago they're awesome absolutely so
2: (laughs) i lost some of those so yeah we'll have to replay some of those if i can find them
4: they're awesome so yeah, a few few years ago, I got a bill from my clinic for thirteen hundred dollars plus for a colonoscopy I'd had done, and I was under the impression that that was a preventive care thing, yeah, and there would be no cost. Well, I checked, but I did. I knew I had new insurance, so I I called the insurance company, and they said, uh, "Yeah, it would be covered," but they entered the code incorrectly for your procedures. So I had to go back to the clinic and. Explained to them that they had done it wrong, and because they they kind of argued with me at first. They said, according so the to the insurance company, A, correctly entered the codes. I said, you have to re-enter the codes. And they said, okay, we'll do that. And then it was free.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah. Thank God yeah, so you they, had the wherewithal yeah, yeah. to make that call and that they were reasonable about it with the right codes. But if you don't check, you get screwed.
2: Yeah. Talk about a pain in the ass for a pain oh. in the ass.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd been oh. waiting to say that for about three minutes. Oh, when, uh, I hope
1: all went well with the call. Look at this one.
2: I had a $260,000 cancer surgery oh in Mayo. This gosh. is from a texter that my insurance company wouldn't pay for, even though the doctor at Mayo was the only one in the state qualified to do the surgery. Thankful with my doctor's help, they approved it. I, uh, you just mentioned it, too, and you obviously know this firsthand. Is when you are going through this a battle literally for your life the last thing you need to spend mental capital on is arguing about what's the costs mm-hmm. how they're going to get covered mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and think about and i think about you know you and mark hopefully people who are battling this have somebody in their life but it's what if you don't have that person and you're trying to right. do this alone i can't even imagine
1: I can't either. If you're battling the insurance company and you're also battling for your life. I mean even me, I remember when um I relapsed and I needed a bone marrow transplant or I was going to die. And my doc I got a note in the mail, you know, from the insurance company that said it's been denied. Well, uh, <laughs> it's I I, like basically I I panicked. And I called my hematologist and I was like, Dr. Williams, I don't understand. He goes, oh, Jordana. He said, I'm sorry that they sent that to you. He goes, they always deny the first pass. I go, wait, wait okay. a minute. wait a minute." <laughs> well, back up. Like, I've had eight oh, rounds of okay. chemo. Yeah,
2: oh, shoot. Yeah. Right.
1: I relapsed 16 months later and now this is the only other option that's going to save my life and they denied it even though my Mayo doctors and the team at, at Mayo Clinic uh-huh. said this is the only thing that's going to save her life. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They and and he he goes. I spend most. He's my hematologist oncologist at the Mayo Clinic. He goes. I spend a lot of my day rewriting letters for insurance companies. He goes. I'm sorry, you have to see that. We try to shield our patients from that because you know it's Mayo. It's luxury healthcare. And he said, um, they always deny it. But I promise you, we're going to get it approved. And that's just why it takes so long. It takes months before you can get a transplant, even if you have a match, because you have to go through the insurance. Uh, these hurdles, and I was... It's like being on
2: death row and waiting for a call from the governor, like okay. the reprieve. Like
1: it... Th- That's what it, that's what Honestly. it felt like.
2: Uh, it's Dwayne, so broken. Dwayne is in St. Louis Park on the uh, WCCO Talk and Text Line. Hi, Dwayne.
4: Yes, good morning, guys. Hi, Dwayne. Uh, I've been listening for about five minutes is all, and i got a couple of the things that you guys and I've had both of those situations, mm-hmm. the bad coding and the, the uh, charging for something that shouldn't be charged for. And then I just got a a notice from uh, my insurance company and Medicare as far as everything I've had done this past year. And I've I've seen more doctors in the last year than I have in the last 30 years. Sorry. But anyway, I've had four separate surgeries and all kinds of stuff. But anyway, they came up with $60,000 worth of medical care that I've been billed for. So the insurance company's been built for, the insurance company paid 16
2: 16- oh, I think we lost Dwayne. Sorry oh, about no. that, Dwayne. I think uh, just bad phone line there. And we're running behind anyway. Yes. So, yes Dwayne, yes, well, sorry yes. about that. Best of luck to you. Hopefully uh, you can get some of that squared away. But uh, 931, yes, it is my birthday and my yes. work anniversary. And uh, just a reflecting on my life, uh, that's my winging it Wednesday
0: Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey
2: app. Uh, Not a real (laughs) challenge for me to talk about wing It Wednesday because it is my birthday today. And I don't really think much about birthdays anymore. It's just another day for me. Oh, really? I don't. You know, your mic's not on. Oh, really? Yes. Do you think about your birthdays? Well, Yeah, you...
1: I love my birthday. And by the way, I tell you guys all about my birthday. I warn you when it's coming up. Oh, I love my
2: birthday. So tell me, uh, are you like me or are you like Jordana? Do you really care about your birthday all that much?
1: Cake, presents, people are nice to you. For sure, yeah.
2: But I, I will say this. I've, 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 I have I've, had a few days off. As you know, it was up north. Uh, we have the same group mm-hmm. of friends who get together twice a year. And... I don't know what it was about this time, but it was really, really enjoyable. It it always is. But for something, this this time, I just was able to kind of step away from work and just realize um, that I have some truly great friends. And most importantly, I have a really, really wonderful partner in life, Mm. my wife, Jennifer. Um, I just, life gets really hard, as you know. As many of us know, and with even in times when we in life where we get like a promotion or an advancement, where you think, "Boo, this is this is a step up for me," those often bring greater stresses. Which I think both of us have really found out. Jennifer and I have found out over the last year or so, and it has put, I think, not a strain on the marriage, but it's just it's it's been stressful. And for both of us to get away for for a few days and just kind of reflect on, on each other and our friendship, it was just really nice. And I am, it's, I've said this before, but happiness to me is not about what you achieve. It's not about like the money you make. It's not about the job you get. It is about, I think, being aware in moments that this is really good. And because you know, and I, in my pessimistic mind, you know me enough, Jor, that I I have that. I'm always like, well, yeah, but. Mm-hmm. I'm always a yeah, but guy. It's like, yeah, this is great, but I'm sure I'll be. And just to try to park that for a few days, it was really good. And I, I just
1: – So what was it, Adam? Was it – because I think people listening to you who maybe struggle with finding the goodness mm-hmm. every day yeah. – I mean, did you have to be on vacation? Did you have to have a break from your reality? Uh, was it a birthday? Because it, it's, not, it's not a milestone birthday, is it? No, 49. Yeah. Next, mm-hmm.
2: to, next. Well, even though I'm 49, but this is, I realize this is my 50th year. I'm already in my, today is the start of my 50th yes. year mm-hmm. on earth. Mm-hmm. So no, and I just, I think, you know, last year was a crappy year for me. Uh, just personally because of, you know, the, the deaths in, in the, in the family. And I, maybe that hits me a little more now that it's like, you know, I realized that. And um, I just, I don't know. I just, again, you're just reminded, and I am so appreciative of having that and looking at that moment and saying that was a good time. And I was very happy in that instance. And yes, The following, you know, I might, there might be times in the future where I'm struggling again, whether it's work or whatever, but just to embrace those times. And I guess that's the message. That's like my wing in it is like, again, just to remind ourselves that, you know, happiness doesn't necessarily mean it's all good and rosy, like for weeks and months and years on end. It's about those moments where you realize you're happy and just embracing that, even knowing that it might not last for the rest of the day or even the rest of the hour. Just accepting those moments.
1: That's so beautiful. Thank you. Well, thank you. For sharing that with us. And I I couldn't agree more. Um, That is when you realize you are happy. You have achieved it. You have arrived. People say happiness is a journey. I get it. We just all have to. But you don't arrive and you're happy all the time. Right. That never happens. You know, you've arrived when you feel that moment. Mm -hmm. And then... You get, you leave because you have to get on the phone with the insurance company, but then you arrive yes, again. Right. You know, when it's your kid's birthday or you, or you have another one or you catch a fish or you yeah. chill with your spouse and, you know, in a, in an ice castle or something yeah. like that. Like I told, I think we would, how, if we were raised with that mentality. I'm not blaming parents out there, but we can do better now. If we teach our kids that, you know, oh, all I want them it, for them is to be happy. Well, then you're wanting, you know, a whale. That's a yeah. that's a white, well that white they whale. will never always be mm-hmm. happy if we start teaching them The definition of happiness, which which wades, which comes and goes. It's like the tide. There are times you're not going to be happy, and it's not an anxiety disorder. It may not be depression. It might just be life. Sometimes it is, of course. Right. We have a lot of mental health issues, but there are going to be sad times.
2: Ask Elmo about her mental health issues. Elmo.
1: For those that didn't see this, This Elmo has a Twitter account, (laughs) and Elmo posted yesterday how – I'm going to pull it up – how is everyone doing out there? And the responses that Elmo got were actually horrifying because people are not doing well. Mm-mm. And the internet is calling it. I know we digress from your... No, it, this, is,
2: this is all what it's about. It's about... People
1: were trauma dumping yeah. on Elmo about how crappy their lives are or how they're not doing well. And it's made news because I think people... Um, I think people were shocked at how when you when you ask somebody how are you and they actually give you the truth. Yes, people are like, oh, I, I had no idea. Or we're so used to saying, fine, I'm great, everything's oh, good, great. great yeah. yeah, covering it all up because we haven't learned how to you know pretend that we're not happy all the time or tell our truth. But um, I'm going to have to pull up some of the responses on Twitter because when,
2: when somebody asks you that, do you do you give them the truth?
1: Depends on who asks. Right. It depends on who asks yep. and who really wants to know. You know, right. if I'm walking past somebody in the hall at work, hey, George, how are you? Great, uh, thanks. Yeah. How are you? Right. Yeah. And you're walking because you're busy and you're. Oh, everything's good. I mean, mm-hmm. things were really bad. I might say something, but no. It depends on who's asking. Yeah. And it depends, like for example, when we interview Joe Lindsley, our reporter in Ukraine, mm-hmm. I always try to say to him, "How, how are, are you, you
2: doing?" You? Yeah.
1: Because I don't think anybody asks him. He's in a war zone. And I know we're on the radio and maybe we don't have 20 minutes for a trauma dump. But I want to know how he is mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. How is he surviving this war and, and continuing to fight the good fight? So we forget to ask each other in a meaningful way. And I think that that's really important too.
2: Somebody just texted love Adam's vulnerability. Hmm. I, I'm, thank you for that. And – If there's a mess, I don't care if you're a man, woman, whatever, you should be vulnerable every once in a while.
1: Mm -hmm. And that's what people were doing. I know it seems silly, but with this Elmo account, Elmo posted, Elmo is just checking in. How's everybody doing? Well, in just 24 hours, the tweet had 137 million views and climbing. And responses were coming in from huge companies like Buffalo Wild Wings, Chipotle and Shake Shack, (laughs) celebrities, as well as just like regular
2: folks. I can answer for Buffalo Wild Wings. They've been better. I'll I'll just say that.
1: They've been better? Well, I used to
2: be a big proponent. And they're not. When I used to be on with Chad, it was always the joke that I'd always be at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah.
1: They're not as good anymore. It's not as good anymore. Really? Did Come they on, change Buffalo, the I don't know.
2: Their, their wings aren't as big and as juicy and some scrumptious as they used to be. I'm sorry. Well, I don't apologize to me. I apologize to the people at
1: Yeah. Well, maybe Elmo be dubs. People were responding, Elmo. I'm going to be real. I'm at my bleeping limit, Elmo. I've got a level with you, baby. We're fighting for our lives out here, <laughs> Elmo. Each day, the abyss we stare into grows to a unique horror. One that was previously unfathomable <laughs> in nature. Our inevitable doom, which one accelerated in years or months, now accelerates in hours, even minutes. Was
2: that from Oscar the Grouch? No,
1: I did have a good grapefruit earlier. Thank you for asking. I, I mean, it might be from Oscar. Someone said There's check probably, in. probably, you know what? Check in on Oscar.
2: I think mean, some of those are funny and humorous and somebody, yeah. you know, taking the dark. But good on the people who are opening themselves up.
1: Absolutely absolutely yeah. and and giving other people an opportunity to be vulnerable yeah. like that like hey i'm not okay we're fighting for our lives out yes. here you know it's a scary time i i definitely feel that way we're living in scary times and everything is not
2: okay adam sounds like male menopause it might be. It might
1: be. And that's okay, too. That's okay, too. It's I'm okay getting to older. Me. Yeah, that, but at least you acknowledge it, and other men your age might be feeling that. And if you acknowledge it, it gives them freedom to say, I don't have to be happy all the time. I'm going through something. Right. Elmo, help a brother out.
2: I hope we can. And that's why I, I, that's why I talk about it on the radio and be vulnerable on the radio, because I know there's many of you out there that are go through it's the same thing. And maybe some of you are afraid to like tell others, mm-hmm. and maybe it's just you in a truck or a car thinking about it. Just know that. There's other people who feel that way,
1: and and, and Elmo's, I feel Elmo's friends also feel that way. Yes, because Cookie Monster responded. Oh, I love
2: Cookie Monster. He was my first uh, follow on Twitter.
1: And maybe you can do the the voice.
2: I, t- I was going to do Elmo, but it's too early in the day.
1: He says, "Me here to talk about it whenever you want. I Me will that. also supply <laughs> <Yes>. cookies." <laughs> Snuffleupagus wrote, "I love being a Snuffleupagus because I have huge ears that are made to listen to you share your feelings. Right. Like those are the proper responses, yes. by the way." And I think this is great. I mean, I know a lot of kids aren't on Twitter, but this these are the proper responses mm-hmm. to somebody when they tell you I'm having a hard time.
2: Thank you, Adam. You gave us all a great gift on your birthday. Wonderful words to carry on our day with. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And yes, it's also my 23rd anniversary at WCCO Radio today. That means I've almost been working here for half my
1: life. Wow. Good for you. That never happens anymore. That is an accomplishment, <laughs> Adam Carter.
2: An accomplishment or I just... I love the I love the craziness of it all.
1: And by the way, you have a meeting with HR. Yeah. Uh, the, your time limit has expired.
2: Uh, I was not uh, yet, but my two coworkers in the room here are two great people that I love working with every single day. And another reason why after this next nine fifty three, uh, that is your Lindis Construction time check. Time to invest in a complimentary heat map analysis with your insulation estimate. The good folks at Lindis Construction, Andy Lindis, also one of the big. Uh, sponsors tomorrow of our uh, Let's Kick Hunger Day, which we will be live on location tomorrow in Brooklyn Park at the headquarters of Second Harvest Heartland, uh, one of those days where we really, really count on the generosity of our listeners to help us end hunger, which is something that should be attainable in this country. And uh, DJ, I know you and Jordana, who just stepped away for a moment, um, were uh, there yesterday doing some uh, good not at the headquarters but uh, at one of their locations
3: um, putting action putting uh, words to action yeah that's right so tomorrow we'll be at the uh, second harvest headquarters which is sort of a warehouse yeah. facility right where you and I've been yes. there before you're taking like pallets of potatoes mm-hmm. and breaking them down into five five pound bags of potatoes or something like that and where we were yesterday was actually uh, it's called open cupboard and it's a food pantry for mm-hmm. folks anybody who wants to. Um, can show up up to, you know, uh, daily if they want. It's open six days a week and they can get uh, basic groceries there free of charge, open to anybody. And we were able to go there and volunteer. And our, our job was to keep the uh, shelves stocked. And when I first walked in, I thought, oh, we're going to stock some food and then kind of wait around and stuff. And there was no waiting around. We were hustling the entire time because this place, I mean, it's a small facility. It might be the size of like a convenience store, but there were people constantly uh, in line waiting to come through. They would walk through and there's, you know, there's like limits of things. You can get one thing from the bread table and one thing from the sweets table, but you get to select the food you want. So it gives some uh, some dignity, some choice to folks who – um don't have enough food on the tables. And it was, uh, I was very impressed by the organization yesterday.
1: Very, I, I didn't know what to expect necessarily, but it was like a mini grocery store, you know, and people could come in and take as much produce as they wanted. Or there were certain limits on certain stuff like meat, you know, but one Mm -hmm. bag of meat a day, but you know, if you're feeding a family, that's what you need. They can come back tomorrow and get more. And Adam, it struck me and David, tell me if you think this is right. You probably know more. Um, I felt like there is no reason Americans no. should be hungry. There's no reason. There is, no, there was so much food there. And, you know, people don't, I don't want to hear, oh, it's my tax. Tax dollars, yes, of course they get some government funding because they're a nonprofit. But there was so many donations from Target supermarkets, from Cub, from Lunds and Byerly's, like the baked goods and the 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 cakes, and the, and then of course the the produce. I mean, there's lots of healthy things there too, apples and potatoes, and of of course Second Harvest is helping them stock these shelves. But they get donations and. And bakeries drop stuff off. I mean, this is about food waste not being wasted. And then of course they compost everything and they say local farmers a couple times a year come and get the compost, you know, of the of the produce that's bad, because it does go bad. Some of it's not perfect. Um, but it was just such a well run organization and it made me think this should be happening everywhere. There is a target, everywhere there is a grocery store, and nobody should be hungry in this country.
2: Well, we'll do our part tomorrow. Yes. Again, uh, we'll be brought, we're separated again, so you'll do uh, this show. Oh, you're going in the afternoon. I'm, uh, okay. Chad is out tomorrow, so I'll be uh, filling in for him 12 to 3. Yes. But the, mm-hmm. the same mission, uh, our Let's Kick Hunger Day to benefit Second Harvest Heartland. We so appreciate the generosity of our listeners on days like tomorrow. Quick takes coming up uh, after the news. Uh, What are we looking at here? Birthday edition? uh, Uh, Oh, yeah, birthday
3: edition.
1: Birthday edition. I like it.
3: After the news. News. The news. Uh, The demolition of some buildings at a local shopping center. Also a new concert festival. A new concert? That's redundant. A new music festival. There we go. Uh, Coming to St. Paul this summer.